Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it's hour two, live in Los Angeles. It's the herd. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Very excited. By the way, there's a J Mac. There's a rumor. I'm not going to say who started it, who extended it. It's a prominent media person in America. Let's just say North America. It could be some guy in Ottawa. Uh, a prominent media member in North America has noted or mentioned something that uh, Lincoln Riley has put out feelers for the NFL. Uh, I was around somebody at USC last night. I have, That's not true. That's not happening. Now, I will say, do I think seven to eight coaches will be fired this year in the NFL? Yes. Do I think Lincoln's representative will be called? Yes. Do I believe there's tension at USC among boosters and Lincoln? Lincoln wants new facilities, three three hundred and fifty million, and boosters are like, I thought we were spending on NIL, which is where I think the money should always go. NIL. I think facility race, that's like the eighties, nineties. I don't think that I don't think athletes care about that. They want to get paid. They want pizza money. They want car money. They don't care about facilities. So do I think there's some tension at USC boosters Lincoln? Yes. This is Los Angeles. It's not rural Oklahoma. We got pro teams all over the place. These are billionaires and 800 millionaires with a lot of things on their table. They don't live, breathe, eat, sleep a college football team. This is not Auburn, Alabama, or Tuscaloosa, or Norman, Oklahoma. So the boosters will give, but they got other things to do here in town. This is a big city with eight pro teams and 31 music venues and movie stars and there's options. So when you're a college coach and you live on this power and I get what I want... It ain't going to work that way in Los Angeles. It just doesn't work that way in this city. It, 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 by the way, I was up in Seattle this weekend. As big as the Huskies are, it's a Seahawk town. And the Huskies are wildly popular. The Mariners this year, look what they drew. The MLS team, the new hockey team. 
You got the Puget Sound. There were boats everywhere. So it's like when you, it's a big difference here. So is there some stress with Lincoln and the boosters? It's not overwhelming, but there's a little tension. And eight coaches will get fired in the NFL. And Lincoln will be contacted. I've been told he's not initiating anything. He likes it. They're going to turn around this weekend against Utah, probably play a really good football game. College football is so embedded with emotion. Everybody, including myself, we go crazy on a play, a moment, a bad game, a good game, a touchdown. Take a deep breath. Caleb's great. Lincoln's outstanding. They'll be fine. But I do think when I hear people extending rumors and talking about that stuff, there's a big difference between me getting called and me calling. My agents get called. I don't call. I like where I'm at. People get called. You don't think the claster's getting called? <laughs> People get called all the time. It's a difference between you initiating the call. So, yes, I, Lincoln does get called. There's a big world going on in college fo football and basketball. Jimmy Sexton's one of the big agents out there. Trace Armstrong, you know, the former Chicago mm. Bear. There's about four agents in college football. They run the sport. Remember when Alabama, Nick Saban got beat up a little bit. They lost to Auburn on that wild kick return. Remember they missed a field goal at short. And one of the boosters got a little sassy, and Nick was in Austin an hour later. He called Jimmy Sex, and he said, let's, let's get our name out. They go there. His wife, Miss Terry, looks at a home or two. They put the heat on Alabama. An hour later, they paid his mortgage and gave him a Mercedes dealership. Yeah. So there's a game being played behind the game. Lincoln's not initiating any of it. But people are calling. I mean, there's a team in Los Angeles that could really use an offensive coach. <laughs> you don't think the Chargers would make a call if they lose their next two games? Hey, to go back to your theory yesterday, Colin, <clears throat> I liked it about invest in the program. Oregon and Washington are building a program. Colorado and USC are a lot of flash and substance. So... I almost want to side with Lincoln and say, hey, some NIL, but let's improve the facilities and make it about the program, not the stars. Yeah, but the facilities are fine. I haven't been to them, so I don't know. I'm just yeah, going to Yeah, they're beautiful. It, it's, I, I think facilities, they're just, it's very, in Oklahoma, if you ask a big car dealer for money, you get it. In Los Angeles, if you ask a billionaire who's got 32 other investments, NIL money for a tight end and facilities, he's going to say, pick one, champ. And he's got twice the money to eight times the money as the car dealer. That's the way it works in these big city programs. They've got a zillion investments. They don't live and breathe the college football game on Saturday. They have lives. All right? Speaking of lives, I'd love to live the life of Joel Klatt, the voice of college football. Oh, Boy, does man. he get a humdinger this weekend. Right? This is a game, my friend. I know. Man, I can't wait for this one. This one's going to be great. It's, kinda, it's the kind of game you've earned. <laughs> no what, regional matchups. What do you mean? This what is do you mean? A, this is the game of the weekend. Yeah, no doubt. So I want, we're going to get to Penn State, Ohio State in a second because I think Penn State's better. I, by the way, two of the last three times the Buckeyes have faced the top ten team. L. Penn State's on an eleven-game winning streak. Has a better quarterback. I think they have better. Uh, energy in the program. I'm not going to wait till later. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we're just going to dive Let, in. Let's, let's dive be in. Honest Come on. About it. Let's well, do I, it. I talked about a little tension at USC, which is healthy. You and I have tension. Healthy. My wife argues. Healthy. I like tension. I like conflict. There is this thing, though, with Ohio State. If Penn State lost 27-24, it'd be like, heck of an effort. If Ohio State loses this weekend, 
You go to that Reddit board, Buckeye.com. Sure. There, it's man overboard. Yeah, no, that that's 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 not wrong. There was a, some of the stuff you said was was wrong, but that sentiment is not wrong. You you are correct. The 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 pressure and the stress brought forth by that fan base at Ohio State is immense. And and Ryan has been under it, and yet he really shouldn't be. He's 51-6 and six as a head coach. The only coach to reach 51 wins faster in college football history is Chris Peterson at Boise State. So he's been outstanding there. In fact, his only losses are in those big top 10 games, and yet he still won nine top 10 matchups. Like, he wins those games. It's a little less miles. He couldn't beat Nick, and they ran him out of town. I mean, not personal, but I mean in terms of less miles could beat everybody but Bama. There, there is a lot of tension and stress and pressure because, in particular for this game, because, well, really three reasons. Okay, number one, you're at home. It's like, hey, protect the shoe, and and we're not going to lose at the shoe. The second one is is that there's this sentiment that Michigan is still the top dog right now because of what they've done over the last couple of years. You can't lose to Penn State and put yourself in third position in the division. That doesn't, like, for an Ohio State fan, that's just like, nope, like that, <laughs> we can't have that. Right. Okay, so there's that sentiment. And then there's also, they're older than Penn State. They're more veteran. Good quarterbacks point. are the same age. Okay, so they both have young quarterbacks, but the defense is a veteran defense at Ohio State. They've got veterans on the outside, in particular Marvin Harrison Jr. The core for Penn State is really sophomores. Their year is really next year. Yeah, Penn well, State. They, they'll, they'll be a preseason one, two, or three with Drew. Aller. Yeah, I would. I would guess Drew and they Aller, would still the have Abdul Carter, the linebacker. Both of those running backs, Nick Singleton and Katron Allen, they would both be back because they're sophomores. So there's this sense that Penn State is still building, whereas Ohio State, it's like we want it now. Yes, and and to be fair, Ohio State fans feel like that every day of the but, year. But you, I can argue this for Ohio State fans. Michigan's better now, and Penn State's better next year. And you're right in the middle, and the middle child's got all the therapy issues. Maybe. I mean, teams can transform so quickly in this okay. day and age, right. right, with NIL and transfer. So it's, 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 hard to, it's hard to just say exactly what a team is going to be next year or this year. I, I, will, I will say this, though. Like, th- this, this game screams to me, like, heavy pressure, and yet, it, it, in my mind... Ryan always answers the bell with great game plans in yeah. this type of environment. Think about some of the playoff games. Even the one that he lost to Clemson and Trevor Lawrence, they had a great offensive game plan. Well, the Last Georgia year against game, Georgia, they outplayed, them. they outplayed Georgia. When when they get put in a corner, when they get backed into a corner, which there is a little narrative about that, you have to win, you got to well, do this or that. The pressure's on Ohio State. The pressure's on Ohio State. They tend to deliver in those moments. Now, they didn't against Michigan in the last couple of years, but this feels like a game that you're going to get the very best from Ohio State. Now, we'll say this about Kyle McCord, their young quarterback. He's outplayed Drew Aller to this point in the season. He's been in a bigger stage now on the road at Notre Dame, whereas Aller is really making his first real road start of his career. He started at Illinois and Northwestern in his career. I mean, I don't know if there were total fans in both of those games, the number of fans that are going to be in the shoe on Saturday. In fact, I, I know well, that's that the first top was. 10 team he's ever played. That's right. It's very exciting. Need a spotter? No, no. Who's your I spotter? You, gotta, well, you know what? I, uh, need, need a second? Me and myself. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, this, I mean, this, folks, this is going to be. So speaking of that, uh, I was at the best game in the country last, last week. week. That's right. You told America I was invited. I took the invitation. May have been the governor. May have been a friend. Either okay. one. Either one. The or po- both. Could point, have been both. Point, 
here's what I loved about it. You know, LSU, Colorado, USC, a lot of transfers, a lot of flash. I watched two foundational programs, great coaches, great players. Here's my question. Really? You know, the tackle for Oregon was a transfer from Washington. You can, that's have, all right. you can have one. No, just continue. That's fine. Here's my thing about Michael Washington. Penix. Wasn't he a transfer? Oh, that's right. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Well, Kalen had Wait, it. wasn't Bo Nix a trip? Oh, that's okay. No, no, no. Continue. No, couple. go ahead. But you're right. They were foundationally built not through the transfer portal except for their quarterbacks. That said, <laughs> when you watch Washington's playmakers, first-round quarterback, first-round receiver, they didn't even have McMillan. That team's got – it's an offensive sport. It's, How good it's is Washington? Offense. Really, really good. Like I This think, is a national championship caliber team. I th- When I was watching them, I'm like, I don't think people – they have a left tackle who's going to the NFL. If you can't get to Penix – you can't guard that offense. And generally, you can't get to Penix. And Oregon did a great job, by the way. Both, I'm impressed with both teams so coming out of I. that game. So you were there. You felt the environment. I thought Oregon was deeper and bigger. I yes. thought Washington had more playmakers. And, and more skill. And in the end, yes. they leaned into that skill. So a, a couple of thoughts on, on this game. I don't think anybody in America was going to beat Washington in that building Saturday. They were. You were there. Oh you felt my, it. It was magic. It was magic. Penix was playing great. I mean, even even Georgia goes up there. Michigan goes up there. So because of that sentiment, I actually come away thoroughly impressed also with Oregon because of the way that they played I, and I, performed. I, even my Husky friends were like, I don't want to play Oregon again. That's right. There's a sentiment of like, boy, I don't want to see that team again. At one point in the second half, Bo Nix was 20 of 20 of 4. You know, he's experienced. He wasn't threatened by that environment. At all. Having said that, if you take a look at this game, here's what I loved about Washington and what they did and what I loved about their head coach, Kalen DeBoer. Kalen DeBoer has been with Penix for a long time, and in the, in the most crucial times, he went NFL style, which is I'm going to let my guy do what he does best. Deep. I'm not going to s- sit there and say, like, this is what I want to do. This is what my scheme suggests. I'm going to say, like, he knows that he's got – you know, Penix in this uh, um, uh, instance, he knows that he's got matchups that he can exploit, and he's going to find those and then throw with great leverage to those one-on-ones, and he did so, and he found a Dunze, and he, and he won the game because of it. On the other side, you had Dan Landing, who doesn't have the same history with Bo Nix that DeBoer does with Penix. Landing also has a first-year coordinator that he just hired from UTSA, Will Stein. Very bright guy, great future in this sport. But while DeBoer gives Penix the keys to go do what he does best in the two fourth downs that are very controversial, before the half for Oregon and at the end of the game, they took a guy in Bo Nix whose strength is operating a system in efficiency and has 53 starts under his belt, and they roll him out to basically cut off three quarters of the field. Oregon's going to learn from that and get better from that. So the, the, the questioning of Dan Landing about why go for it, this or that. To me, it wasn't about going for the fourth downs. It was the execution and the play call of what they tried that, to do. That is really smart. I hear this all the time, is that execution, it's like when business people say, I've got an idea. Mark Cuban taught me this one time. Everybody's got an idea. That's right. Do you have the people to execute it? I didn't have a problem with the calls. I had a problem with their execution. Well, to, get, to me, it was the calls, the right, like you, well, yeah, you, you put them in position to where half the but field you didn't is have cut a problem off. Going for it, I didn't. Maybe did before I. the half, you could say like, "Hey, listen, you don't have the advantage of getting possible field position if you fail." You know that. So before the half, would I have taken the three points? Yes. 
if I was in the same position at the end of the game, I would have gone for it as well. He's yeah. got one snap to win the game yeah. and not give the ball back to Michael Penix, and I would have taken it. Navy SEALs talk about this all the time. You can have the greatest plan in the world, but what does it come down to? When the team leader, in, in the heat of the moment, says and gives the order, execute, execute, execute. It's all about execution in those moments. So I, um, I don't know. I like... Uh my wife uh, 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 likes to cook, and she'll hmm. have a glass of white wine, and she'll cook. And Sounds we'll lovely. We'll discuss the day's events. Yeah. How are you, honey? Wonderful. And I'm you? sure a discussion with you is lovely at the it end is. of the we day. We break down the BCS standings. <laughs> and so... From eight years ago? Yeah. What? We were early on it. <laughs> We've been together 17 years. We were early on it. So, <laughs> the point is, is that um, we don't do microwaves much. Oh, Okay. I've always had a thing about it. I think we're going to know in 100 years. It, it, it killed us all, microwaves. But that's not here or there. <laughs> I've, always had, I've always feared microwaves. Where's the, the tinfoil? The rays oh, coming out into my food. I'm not into it at all. But I don't want to get into that now. <laughs> I know I'm right, but I don't want to get into <laughs> Got it. it. Got but it. here's my point. Oh, USC so in Colorado. Okay. A little bit LSU. You're trying to microwave your program. USC has well, What five, do you want them to do? Well, you, all I'm saying is, I was unrealistic. USC has five starters on defense that are transfers. Okay. Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan combined have five. Timeout. There's too many transfers. First Time year, out. first year, first year. I'm talking Time out. too much microwaving. Colorado. I disagree completely. Oklahoma just had to microwave their defense. It's the only reason they just beat Texas. Do you know why? Six of their seven, and they're too deep on their defensive line, transfers this year. Six of seven this year on their defensive line. Why? They had no competitive depth on their defensive line last year. That's why they gave up 40 points and 400 yards a game. You can say the same thing about, like, what is USC and Colorado supposed, supposed to do with what the defense no, is No, it's were? not what they're not supposed to do. But what we're seeing is an unraveling of LSU transfer heavy USC Colorado after about six weeks five weeks they're unraveling because the best year for Mac Brown was year but eight Michigan's also got great transfers that have added the but depth Harbaugh's Josh Wallace there. is his corner he's starting yeah, right but now he's at, been at there corner. for nine Houseman years is adding their linebacker depth Josiah Stewart I believe he's their best pass but rusher USC Colorado and LSU brand new coaches putting in a system transfer System transfers are great. I just disagree because I, I like what do, what do you want? Sometimes you have to use a microwave. Like sometimes to use your analogy, you don't have two hours to cook dinner and enjoy a glass of white wine and talk about the BCS standings from 2013. Yeah. Sometimes you, you're like, hey, I got, you know, like I got three kids. So I got 11, nine and six year old boy. And it's like, we got flag football in 37 seconds. Microwave the pizza, babe, babe. The pizza now! Like, sometimes you just got to use a, a microwave. And Colorado and USC and LSU, to a certain extent, they were they had flag football in 37 seconds. And they needed their slice of pizza right now, or else there was just no chance to be competitive. Another thing that I would say is, like, when you're talking about USC, a lot of people look at this defense and defense and defense. The problem wasn't the defense against Notre well, Dame. Well, against Notre Dame it wasn't. And Notre Dame's offense is a BB gun. Come on. 
Wait until they face Washington and Oregon. Well, they're not going to face Washington and Oregon because they're probably not going to be into the playoffs. Well, no, Washington's coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, USC you're talking is. about USC. Yeah, I mean, those are real offenses. But right now, USC's offense is a BB gun because they can't protect Caleb Williams. If anything, they should have been deeper into the transfer portal to try to build their offensive line. See, Colin, it's the only way that you can actually improve yourself year over year quickly. No, it's I, a known commodity. I'm not, I can't wait three years for Caleb. Caleb Williams needs no. some protection now. Did you know he's been pressured 58 times oh, in God, the last they, four weeks? Listen, that's they, fifth in college football. They, they can't block anybody. They couldn't block Arizona's defense. So shouldn't they have gone out and gotten the three transfers that Michigan got on their offensive line that they're starting yeah, this I'm year? I'm not denying that transfers make you better. What I'm saying is we were all unrealistic on Colorado, LSU, and USC because if you don't have foundational years in, Mac, D, D, Dabo, Michigan, Brian Kelly's best team at Notre Dame wasn't the Manti Teo years. It was eight years later when they went toe-to-toe with Georgia is that I think I fell for the, ooh, look at all the five-star guys at USC. And they're just, it's just, they're, they don't have a foundation to go with the transfers. I, I just don't, I don't, like, I, are you suggesting that they should be okay with being a worse team? No, I'm suggesting that I overshot my expectations. I'm blaming me. I see. Yeah. I'm not blaming the program for getting good fast, but I was unrealistic on LSU. I called him a national championship. So did I. I, I was, was unrealistic about that as well. And, and, and the problem, I want to be crystal clear about this. The problem with USC last week was their offensive line. Terrible. And, and if Lincoln doesn't get the run game going, this is a problem. Down the stretch, because they face way too many good Utah, and physical teams. Washington, That's Oregon. Right. They'll get dogged by all of them. That's right. And and the I'll just point to one one stat. And and far be it for me to like criticize his play calling, because I think he's one of the best play callers in college football that I've really ever seen. But Marshawn Lloyd's only getting the ball ten times a game, ten ten carries a game. Yeah. He's leading college football in yards per carry. He needs the ball more. Cause this in its foundation, if you go back to what Lincoln did yeah. really well at Oklahoma. When they run the ball, that's when they're at their best. It's not an air raid system. They have air raid principles in their passing game, but it's not an air raid philosophy. So they've got to run the ball better. He only got eight carries against Notre Dame. I think he needs to be at 15 to 18 against Utah this weekend. All right, Clats top 10 before I talk to Michigan. Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Oklahoma, Ohio State. I think you have Ohio State too high. Penn State, uh, Washington, Oregon, North Carolina, Texas. I think Oklahoma's a tad high, but whatever. Um, Ohio State's a tad high, but whatever. Um, I'm okay with it. I haven't watched enough Florida State. I was a little frustrated that I didn't put Washington higher because of that that great game and performance. I think that'll play out. The problem is is that everybody ahead of them took care of their business. You're like, you know, like, well, I, I wasn't high on Oklahoma. What do you want me to do? They just beat Texas. And that was an incredible game, and then they were on an off week. By the way, Ohio State played their best game against Purdue. No one probably cared to notice, but Kyle McCord's playing great football right before their biggest test of the year as Penn State comes to town. Like, watch out. Like, Ohio State, once Ryan gets a beat on what his system is and what his guys can do, they usually take off. This is the point in the season where the Buckeyes generally start playing really well. Well, they did last year. Then they got whacked by Michigan. And in 19... Oh, and they went to the National Championship in yeah. 20. Yeah. And How many of those big games are they winning? So let's talk Michigan. <laughs> so um, I hear a lot about <laughs> NFL stuff, and I, and I think to myself, it actually make more sense eventually for Lincoln Riley, an offensive coach in what has become an offensive sport, okay. NFL. 
I actually think because of his ability to recruit and manufacture headlines, Harbaugh's a better fit in college. Hmm. I think he means more. When I look at Harbaugh, I'm going to make the argument because all of us hit a point in age. Saban's about 70. We all hit a point in age where, you know, the synapses don't fire. You watch politics. (laughs) So look at Harbaugh's age. Harbaugh is the best coach in college football today. Prove me wrong. I mean, it's it's hard to say that when Nick Saban and Kirby Smart are still doing what they're doing. uh, You can argue, but Kirby's in a state that produces 95 Division I athletes. Jim's state produces 12. Jim has built a great program, and he's he's done it in a unique way in a day and age in which the sport is built around offense and tempo and volume. He's gone the opposite direction and built his program about about culture and toughness and power and, and power, yeah, and and grittiness and and I've I've referred to them as like the boa constrictor of college football. Oh, they just, just kind of squeeze you to death, uh, and they they don't really panic. This this is his deepest team that he's ever had. I will not be shocked if Michigan breaks the record of players drafted in one single draft next spring. Listen, I honestly believe this. What I'm about to say. I think they blow out everybody, including Georgia. I think they. I don't know. It. Well, the the thing is, don't think this is a 1988 Big Ten team that can't move. They, they this can team move. can do everything. They, they're so complimentary. the The problem is, is that they don't care if they're blowing you out. That's the difference, though, right? So, like, will they blow everybody out? I don't know. Maybe they could. But they're not trying to do that. They're just trying to win the game. Now, are they blowing some some teams out? Yes. The, the key that people are missing with, with Michigan is that think of this as the traditional Harbaugh team, methodical, physical, all of them are run-oriented. Now, J.J. McCarthy takes them to a different level when he needs to or wants to Look and when that. he can oh. get outside of the pocket and when he can make plays outside of the pocket. So now they have a different level. They saw it last year against Ohio State when on the road, J.J. elevated their team in the second quarter, got big plays down the field. He did elevate their team against TCU to a certain extent, but this is where I think that they're a little bit different is they are fundamentally the deepest, most physical team in college football currently. And then they also have a quarterback that can take them above the X's and O's. I think they're probably the best team in college football. I still have Georgia ranked number one right now, only because they've kind of earned that spot. But boy, it's going to be tough to beat that team. Of all the teams that I've covered this year live, they're by far the best. And I've seen Penn State. I've I've, seen Ohio State. I've seen Michigan. Two different coaches, P.J. Fleck and there was another one, that have said that's the best college team I've, I've ever faced. Yeah. I mean, they are that deep. When I watch them play, you know what's interesting is that um, not only are they good, but Harbaugh's always had not a conservative nature, but he, I think he kind of gets something out of grinding you. Sure. Boa constrictor. Now they're just a little saucier they, because they're deep. Well, because McCarthy can do that's that. That's right. And so Jim's like, take a few more chances now. A, my defense will hold. And my offense is capable of scoring quickly. So you get all the upside of a Harbaugh team, even those Stanford teams. When he had, when he had luck, he had so much confidence in his quarterback. Jim takes pride, foundation, repetition. I think he's got a little sauce and juice on this team that you get a little more aggressive, Jim. Probably. Willing to take more chances with all that foundational excellence. Am I not? That's what I see. I, I don't think that you're wrong. I, I would just say this from a on, a on a personal standpoint. 
I've met with Jim now for a long time. Uh, I did his first game at Michigan, by the way. Remember, we sat there. Was, he wouldn't in talk Utah. to me at that point. Now we're friends. Now, uh, that was your first like first week at FS1. I believe couldn't even it get was. my hair right. Let's so, move on. I, I remember that. Yeah. I remember those pictures. That's all right. It's better now. I, I just from the moment that Jim that I met with that week before the Utah game, walking through those those subsequent years. To the gym I just met with last week before the oh, Indiana game is he'll say he hasn't changed. I'm here to tell you he is wildly different. Wildly different. He is more approachable. He's more personable. He talks about his players in the most glowing way of any coach that I sit with. Okay, And this is something that I really respect. I sit with coaches sometimes that take shots at their players, and he doesn't do that. And he talks about how much he loves them and how much, how, how much he cares for what they have done to build the program the right way. He talks about how much fun he has coaching them. Then they come up and they talk about how much they love him and how much they love playing for him. I'm getting him. goosebumps. It's, it's crazy because it wasn't always this way. The culture of that program and his personality has changed dramatically in the last four or five years. And, and when, when I sit now with that organization, it's like it's going to be really tough to beat Michigan this year, yeah. uh, just for, for anybody. Duly noted. How he talks to his players is how I talk about you behind your oh, back. Oh, well, that's not... Uh, i tell you what. Lovingly? Same. <laughs> same. Everyone's like, tell me about your sons. And I was like, well, I have four. <laughs> okay, I'm way late. Let's take I'm a break. Sorry. In L.A., buddy. It's the herd. All right. I got a parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD when you download the app. Now for my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'll take Bills minus nine. They played terribly against the New York Giants at New England. Swallow the points. Bills have a better roster, more to play for, as Miami and the Jets now are charging fast. Chargers at the Chiefs all take the Chargers plus five and a half. Why? Chiefs are not a big favorite, still struggling offensively, connectability between Mahomes and that young receiving group. And I'll take the Eagles minus two hosting the Dolphins. When you punch back at Miami, they can fold. Not a physical team. I think they'll struggle to slow down the Eagles offense. I like the Bills minus nine, Chargers plus five and a half, Eagles minus two. You want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users code herd when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook. 
an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. October, yep, but the holidays are coming fast. Before your life goes into overdrive, protect your home with Simply Safe. SimplySafeColin.com, no safe like Simply Safe, 40% off any new system. On their Fast Protect plan, J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news! This is the Herdline News. So this developing situation for Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence did practice yesterday wearing a, a chunky knee brace. Uh, he suffered that sprain late in the blowout of the Colts. Uh, Lawrence was limited to practice. The backup, uh, Bethard, I believe is his name, C.J. Bethard, took like all the first-team snaps. But Trevor Lawrence is saying all the right things about playing against the Saints on Thursday. I'm going to do everything I can to be out there. Um, you know, I'm, I, you know, I feel feel a lot better today than I would have thought, so I like how I'm progressing, and you know, I'm going to do everything I can to, to be out there on Thursday. You know, it, it's progressed really well, though, the past 24, 48 hours, so really, really like where it's at now. But whether you decide to play or not, you got to feel comfortable with what you're doing and confident. you got to go play because you can't play this game hesitating at all. So I think that's that's a question that obviously everyone asks themselves when you're dealing with anything. Hmm. So the Jags announced they signed Nathan O'Rourke to the 53-man roster today. Uh, unwatchable. Former- unwatchable game on Amazon if he doesn't play. Not watching the game. You're not interested in well, C.J. Beathard versus Derek Carr? No. Stars matter oh. in the NFL, too. I'm watching the Phillies. I'm not watching the Rays in the regular season. Who did I predict would win the World Series in June? Was you it were Atlanta here. Braves? No, I didn't. Oh, who was it? Phillies. Oh, was it nice? Yeah, congrats. Ryan, Ryan, could you... Uh, Ryan's thumbs up. I just know you you would like the Braves a lot. Well, I think it's Phillies, Matt, that's a good call. In every sport, it's not my job to watch your boring team. Be interesting. <laughs> Jacksonville with a backup quarterback, I'm not watching. That's not my job. Alvin Kamara's interesting. Uh, maybe, I'll watch, maybe I'll watch the first half of Derek Carr in the offense. Watch him sputter in the red zone. They will win this game. No, no, no. Mark my words. If Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, the Saints will win. Yes, Trevor Lawrence against Derek Carr, that's a really good game. Yeah. Derek Carr against the backup, unwatchable. That's so, the, that's the star power of even the NFL. So back-to-back weeks in London, they come home, the offense kind of sputters. They did not play well against they the Colts. They blew out the Colts. They, well, because the Colts handed them the game. Minshew with the turnovers. They didn't play great, and now a short week, and your quarterback's dinged up. This is a lot on Jacksonville. Not a great spot for them. We talk about a spot a lot. I've never seen a team that wins more and you like less than Jacksonville. 
No, I like them. You bet the Colts last week. Yeah, I I would maintain the Colts were the right side. I know they lost by 17. I would do it again. I, 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 look at the numbers. The Colts move the ball. Minshew, you can't account for him just vomiting all over himself, throwing yeah, the ball to yeah, Jacksonville. Can. He's a backup on the road. Well, he's starting the rest of the season. So, uh, and a lot of there's Colts money this week against the Browns. Well, I don't think we'll get to that game because that's against the Browns defense. There's Colts money. Yeah. I'm t- NFL's wacky, man. Crazy. Speaking of crazy, are you ready for this? Kyler Murray is recovering from the ACL tear. He just tweeted he's practicing today. Kyler Murray, sound the alarm. Wait a minute. He is practicing today. Well, I, th- that's not a shock, though. We thought he'd be back by Thanksgiving. Well, it's just practice. There's apparently a 21-day window. He's probably not going to be active. This so what, what do you mean a 21-day window that he has to play once no, you practice? Uh, I'm not exactly sure what the what rule is. That, what is, does that mean? He's got this window where he ca- he's eligible to return from the IR. So he's at practice This is today. exciting. Kind of exciting. Timing is interesting. Well, Cardinals kind of bottomed out this past they weekend. Did, okay? They did. James Conner's gone. Um, offense just, they could do, I mean, they couldn't move the football against the Rams, who don't have a great defense. So energy and the vibes are not great around Arizona right That's now. Right? They're like, oh, they're, this is who we thought they the were. The Cardinals or the D-backs. It's over for both. Accurate. Uh, Arizona's going to Seattle this week. Okay. You know, I, I've announced uh, so far. I'm two and one on on play of the year or whatever they call it. Seattle is a is a big one. Seattle um, is one of my that lines going up. Um, yeah. We're not going to get a, the good line on. We're not going to get the good number on that game. But Seattle's the side. It, um, this is looking bad for. By the way, Seattle seems like one of the more undervalued teams in the league. I wonder if Kyler's just trying to get. Hey guys, it's okay. It's going to be fine. We're going to be good. Doing an Aaron Rodgers. Hey, I'm coming back in the building. I'm a leader. We don't need this Caleb Williams guy. I'm back, baby. I think it's Kyler Kyler Murray. Like, this is a good leadership thing. Nah, I mean, he doesn't do the homework, but he can, you know, type a good tweet game, right? Well, let me tell you something. He took Arizona to the playoffs. We can all we can all crap on him, but the dude's got talent. Just want to go you on the can't. record. I was a huge Kyler Murray guy, then I heard some stuff, and then you see, you know, hey, tapping well, out against the Rams and Aaron Donald. Well, I didn't love that, but he's... A lot of young people play video games. I'm not one of them. Well, the, the teammates have not loved him historically. We'll see if this new group well, likes him, but he's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Well, he's different. Aaron's different. All these quarterbacks are just, you know, nice. Yeah, imagine if I if I went home every day and didn't do any homework and just showed up at the facility thinking yeah, video I can buy on talent. Well, if you got us to the playoffs, I'd be okay with it. I'm, we're not <laughs> in the playoffs. We're a Super Bowl We're fighting man. our way for a wild card spot. We are not friend. a wild card team, baby. We're the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the final story. LeBron James. This is, oh boy, I, I'm going to let you take this one. So, you know, LeBron played, I think, in the first half, and then in the second half he kind of showered and came out to the bench, um, and he was pulling a Mark Sanchez, although Mark Sanchez, when he was with the Jets, ate a hot dog while fully dressed. So LeBron is getting static now from people, and Michael Cooper, the Lakers legend. Ah, I love Michael Cooper back in the day. He took issue with LeBron eating on the bench of a preseason game. I didn't like that. I didn't like I that. Didn't I didn't either, I, you know, bro. That, that uh, you know, again, that, you know, he's yeah. LeBron James, but still, you got to have uh, respect for the game, man. You sit over there. I, you know, I don't mind the guy eating, but go ahead and eat in the locker room, and then when you come out, then you come out and, you know, be part of the team. <laughs> sit on the end of the bench eating. Yeah, I didn't love it either. What? It's preseason, so I didn't care. Okay. You're asking me if I loved it. I'm not outraged by it. Okay, I, yeah, okay. I, I didn't love it, but I don't think it's a. I didn't do it as a topic. It's a nothing burger. 
It's a nothing burger. I didn't love it. I didn't love Shadur Sanders going up to the crowd at Arizona State. Look at my watch. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that. But I didn't make it a topic. Well, it wasn't outrage. That's like flexing. That's kind of a. I can't what say kids that word. do? It's yeah. yeah. This is he's eating at halftime. Who cares? Again, that's why I never made it yeah. a topic. It's Thank not. You. It's not a big deal. But I can get an older player saying, "Don't love it." I mean, Mark Sanchez got crap for having a bite of a hot dog once. Yeah. Sometimes you're hungry. You're playing a professional athlete. Who cares? For the record, these guys in the NFL, at least, do eat at halftime. You know, they'll have power bars and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I. I this didn't rise to a segment, but when I saw it, I thought, oh, I, my first take was, that's a bunch of old-timers not going to like that. Basically, if you don't like LeBron, this is ammo. Go ahead. Go fire. Go go crazy. Go off, as they say. Go I, off. I, I, go I was ahead. at an event last night. I'm not going to get into particulars, but it is amazing when you live in Los Angeles, half the Laker fans are not LeBron fans. It's really interesting to just hear somebody made a comment about LeBron that was positive. And, like, all the people I were around were like, Ugh. You know, you are looking a Every, little bleary-eyed today. Was it a late night? No, no I was in okay. bed by 8.40. Oh, I was right. home by 8.10. You no. left when they started besmirching LeBron's name, right? No, but it, it it's interesting. Everybody in town loved Kobe, loved Gasol, loved Shaq, loved Magic, loved Jerry West. But we have such a mobile basketball world society now it's interesting when I'm around other people that are Laker fans. It's a 50, 50 young people like LeBron, over 50, not fans. And I don't know if it's the mobility, it's his politics, but it's really in most places in America. If you if you let a team to a title and you're the best player, you're beloved. I, I always find it fascinating that LeBron is not by Laker fans. Now, now under 30, hero worship, absolutely. But, man, you get around my age group, and I like LeBron, but I, it's, I'm sitting there in an event. His name is mentioned positively, and everybody groaned. Like, everybody. I was like, you guys, he won your title. Yeah. yeah. The best player I, on your team. I'm of the belief, if you are around people and they start just bashing LeBron James, a guy who's never run afoul of the law, yeah, builds schools in Ohio for kids, it says more about you than it does about LeBron. Like, you're the one with the problem if you got an issue with LeBron. Yeah, honestly. I, I, like, I, he I, is not a bad human being. Yet, he didn't show up in the finals against the Mavericks a decade ago. Well, okay, I think, he I, had a terrible series. Something was going on. Well, still unexplained. you know, he called, uh, didn't he call, like, one of the conservatives a bum? That probably rubbed people the wrong way. Okay, I did, that not doesn't that make I disag- him a bad person. Not that I disagreed with him. Yeah, you might agree with him. Who knows? But, like... Again, I, th- I just think when you hear these people on, on radio, TV, social media bashing LeBron, just consider the source. Like, why are they just blasting LeBron James? There's got to be a well, reason. I, th- I it's think, a, it's I about think some of it is politics. I feel like that. Okay. I mean, again, do I care about the politics of everybody at Apple? I'm on my Apple phone, you know, a lot of well, the day. No, no, no. That's like, a good point. The jeans I wear, do I not wear jeans if they were made in a certain country? Like... The, the lack of consistency from these clowns is just annoying. Like, I can't deal with a lot of I them. saw Bud Light last night. I don't drink Bud Hard Light. Pass, but right? I, if I was thirsty, I would have had a sip. Does that make me yeah. awoke? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. You <laughs> said the W word. Oh, my gosh. It's just like. I, if, if, I, if I wanted a beer, outrage. I would have had it. I didn't yeah. even think about it. How about it. this? Let's not be outraged over someone eating on a bench during a sporting event. No, no. It's a is good. It, it's less a outrage? Can we just dial it down a little? Oh, I'm, I'm for less outrage. I couldn't tell you the last time I was outraged. Well, I, I mean, I remember uh, when the Chargers didn't cover the spread against the Cowboys on Monday night. <laughs>
probably doesn't qualify as an outrage moment. Uh, J-Mac with the news. That's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlay live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Start Saturday strong as 7th-ranked Penn State battles number 3 Ohio State on Big Noon Saturday. Then 8th-ranked Texas takes on Houston. And in prime time, Utah clashes with Caleb Williams in 18th-ranked USC. I'm gonna, All on Fox. I think Ohio State is going to go to the air. A lot of throwing by Ohio State. Very close game. Buckeyes at home probably win 24-23, something like that. So I would look this morning. Here are the AFC and NFC standings. Apologize for the radio audience because it's a nice graphic. But if you go to the AFC-NFC standings, there's only one surprise, and we're a third through the season. I think the league's getting much more easy to predict in terms of – Playoff teams, not week-to-week betting. 
Chiefs, Dolphins, Ravens, Jags, Bills, Steelers, Browns. No surprises. Now, I have Cincinnati in and not the Ravens, and I still think they'll make it in. But that's, I mean, Baltimore making the playoffs is never a shock. That's a really great division. No surprises in the AFC of any note. Uh, in the NFC, Niners, Eagles, Lions, I all pick, we all picked them. Uh, Bucks, Cowboys, Seahawks, Rams. So Rams are a little bit of a, a little bit of a surprise. I didn't think they'd be as bad as everybody else did, but uh, they've been, they've been better than most people thought. The only surprise is Tampa, and they lead the Saints by half a game, and that may be all evened up by Thursday night. I, I, somebody's got to win that crappy division, and they, my guess is they're all going to go down to about week 15, all be tied. I don't think. I don't think any of those teams are great, but there are no surprises. I would say this, Sean McVay, if I said coach of the year, who would you take? I would say it's a coin flip between Dan Campbell and Mike McDaniel, Lions and Dolphins. Not bad picks. What McVay's done, though, it's Aaron Donald and no Pro Bowlers, and their three losses are to Philly, Cincinnati, outplayed them, and San Francisco. What he is doing, totally rebuilt the offensive line. All their running backs are hurt. Made a star out of a fifth-round wide receiver. I mean, he is a make. This was supposed to be a rebuilding year. They are viable. Philadelphia is the only team that controlled them. San Francisco, Cincinnati outplayed the Bengals. I think McVay has had an unbelievable year as a coach. Hour three next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 